0: Well, wow, good life. Jed Gillespie, before we start, I just got to say that uh, I'm a little bit under the pump today. So I want to get this podcast out today. So can I please request no sexism, no racism, no uh, none of your usual over-the-top political p- remarks. And, and uh, whatever whatever we say today cannot be edited because I don't have time today, Jed Gillespie.
1: Yeah, no, fair enough. Well, I'll... Uh...
0: Drug propaganda.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to keep that all to a minimum. There's obviously, plenty-
0: you're, you're a big supporter of what's going on in the Ukraine and Russia at the moment.
1: Oh dear me!
0: <laughs> but what is what is actually going on there? I, I briefly read about Boris oh. this morning. Obviously, you're a big Boris fan. What's yeah. um, what's actually going on there?
1: Oh man, I'll I'll, I'll do this in fifteen seconds because there's so much footy to talk about, but um. Russia, Russia, have there was a long ongoing thing with Crimea, like a little, like a sliver of land there, that sort of part of the Ukraine. Russia effectively moving people in and uh, taking it back. Um, and America have said that they won't do anything, which is a particularly poor thing to say.
0: So, yeah, we're just waiting for a war, which is bad. Good thing we're in beautiful Australia, which is a long way away. Yeah, all is well. Yeah. Anyway, let's go. Let's start talking. Alright, well uh, there were some games
1: on the weekend. Um, first and foremost, the Druid beat Melbourne on Thursday um, in a game that was somewhat swept under the rug. Uh, from all reports on my end it was sort of, the Rebels had a fair few players out. Uh, they played their sort of what they had for 30 and then sort of um, had a lot of their academy EDS sort of characters on for the last half, but if anything, it shows that the drew are, are going to be better than Pacifica, I think. Like I, um, I'm going to watch
0: that game. This I've actually got to watch that game this afternoon. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I I've spoken to a few people during the week about trial matches, and and the common theme is that trial matches don't matter, and, and the people. The people that tend to say the trial matches don't matter are from teams that usually win games. So I, I actually think for the Drua and for the Waratahs at the moment, I'm sure we'll talk about the Waratahs. Mm. I think any time that your team can win a game of rugby is a good thing, because as you know, you've been in many successful teams, and it's almost harder to lose once you start winning because winning, winning is definitely a habit, and whilst Whilst winning a trial game really means nothing at the end of the day, starting to build those winning habits really does matter. Considering the Waratahs didn't win a game last year, I think even in trials and the Drua drew a brand new team. So they're creating a new culture and to start that off with a win can only be a good thing.
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree. For me, it just shows me that they're going to be better than Moana Pacific are in comparison to New Zealand. I mean, those guys got 60, 70 put on them. Um, Dua showed up and played some reasonable football. They're, like, they're, they're, they're a wildcard team.
0: Have you um, watched the game?
1: I've watched portions of the game without watching it in detail. But, look, I can say that the Rebels did have a full, full change at halftime. Um, but, yeah, what you said... True. It's look trials don't matter if you sort of know if you know where you're heading. If you <laughs> if your team's good enough, where like you can play ten guys and not play the other twenty, um, and then put it all together for around one. If you're in the situation like the Tars and now we can go to the Tars game, um, where they hadn't won a game in you know fifteen months or I don't know a year. Let's just say a season. You know, winning two games is was important for their morale. It was good for their morale. It was it's important for the program going into a competitive season. So take it away. What are your thoughts on that game?
0: I I watched when did I text you? Probably 50 minutes. And I, I was mate, I was surprisingly I was impressed with the Tars. I thought the Reds looked tired, and there was a noticeable difference when they bought Taniella. Hunter Sami, Angus Scott Young on. So you can read into that what you will. But the Tars look fitter than they did earlier in the year. I remember watching the trial game versus Melbourne. They look significantly fitter. And, you know, if you if you had asked me, would the Tars win a game after that Melbourne trial, I would have said, not a chance. I think they'll win a few games this year after watching that game. Yeah, um, I, I, I I think agree. their starting team's going to be very solid. Yep. I think they have a couple of injuries. That's where they might potentially come unstuck. Uh, I thought our old mate Jed played very well. He's um, he's become a bit of a, uh, a an older statesman, um, considering he's only twenty nine. But he's he's become a bit of a he fucking more, looks old, but he looks old. He, well, he's looked old forever, but um, he's become almost a, a bit of a hard man. I've got all these moth flies all over me. I'm, you should see where I am. Absolutely, <laughs> there are animals attacking me left, right, and center. Um, yeah. yeah, no, mate. I, I enjoyed it. I thought they, I thought they scrummaging well. I, I think the number eight ruined a couple of pushover tries. So if I was the tires, I'd be making him get on the scrum machine and doing some juggling for the next couple of weeks. Because if he does that again, I would drop him and never pick him again. So, mate, good. Yeah, good, good no, game. no, no. I
1: saw. I saw what you were talking about. The um, they for me they showed. Look, the Reds did an interesting thing. They had they had one or two plays out, but they they played their sort of good backline with their number two front row, and again, it started them on negative three penalties or whatever it was, and started them on negative.
0: But when ball. you say good backline, Hunter was missing, Jordan Patea was yeah, missing,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: you know, guys who will jump in and immediately make a difference, sort of their main guys. I know you. Yeah, mean.
1: look, they they, they, of, they spread like, they spread their talent, they spread their talent. Um whereas the Tars didn't spread their talent. Um but the the difference between the like you said when Tupo was off the field versus when Tupo was on the field was fucking mad, enormous, enormous, yeah. enormous. Like an, immediate scrum penalties, immediate line breaks, all sorts of things. Um the what the Warriors house did show, I thought, was that they can fucking defend. They can they can defend and that they have they have some ticker. So that comes from old man Holloway comes from those guys getting a little bit older. Like you said, uh, the inside male, uh, their starting team will be a good team of footballers Uh, where it will fall apart is injury two, injury three, injury four and touch wood. Like this is just rugby. I've got that many fucking screws in me. It happens. People get injured. But when that happens uh, is when they'll fall apart.
0: But, what what did you what did you think of um obviously in roma so I'm, it's a great thing to get the game out to the country areas um but there was a blackout just before kickoff right, so
1: there was a blackout so they played the game blackout before kickoff so which worked great for me i was out to dinner i got home at 11 o'clock the game was still halfway through i thought it was I thought it was a dream I thought i was dreaming um they were also playing on a field that was put together by some sort of squadron of two-year-olds there was gigantic holes that <laughs> were filled in with like people's front lawn. They'd just cut a square meter out each. Um yeah. absolutely bizarre. I don't know the re- look, I if they generated some like revenue and like uh interest in Roma, I think that's awesome. It looks scary to play on that field. It reminded me of um some of the some of the some of the foreshore rugby parks that have been put up over the years. <laughs> I was,
0: Deadly. Say, I was about to say look like the Eastwood Greenskeepers
1: have been out there. But, oh uh, mate, you could bloody eat your dinner on T D Milner. Um, wait, just before I before I finish, will we finish ranting? Big difference for the Tars, I think, two things is hooker and fullback. And I've crapped on about this for two years. We discussed hooking on the weekend.
0: Yeah.
1: Who's yeah. gonna do you want, do you want me to say it? You know what I'm
0: well, saying? It's, it, it's a very important position. I, I think if they have one injury, two injuries, uh, it'll be very, very. I would say very interesting when I when I actually mean it's probably going to be very bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I uh, I I. Let's say this as nicely as possible. There was a noticeable difference when they swapped the, the teams, mm. and and I think a large part of that was to do with the world class, prop slash player that was playing for the Reds, but. I also think that it had a bit to do with the replacements that came on Would that. Is that a fair? Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah. there's a, there's right? a bit, there's a bit of a chasm between the Taz, Taz top and the Taz middle at the moment. Um, but for me, Parecki has to start at hooker. I'll just, yeah. I'm, I'm going to fucking peel the curtain back on our, all our tiptoeing. Like that, A uh, core component meant like, Tom Horton's a fucking good. He he'd be a good seven. Like he he's a good hooker in that. He he's pilfering. He's hitting rucks. But you're starting the game on negative three line out throw. You you that's what that's what the game is, man. Uh, and that's what it was. And it was in the trial before, and it wasn't the trial before that. So, like you have to be, you, you have to be at least at least oh, like you can have negative one. But if you're missing, if it's missing by two meters, then you've got a problem. So, Hooker's is a big one. Um, I'd I'd have to think Parecki starts. He's a bit. He's a bigger body, um, but more importantly, he seems like the more st- stable line thrower. Um, who
0: um who plays fullback?
1: All right. So th- here's the other thing. I don't. When I went into the Tars, they were um, they were looking at like anyone from Tavita Funa, who was his first year in rugby, who I actually thinks had been better than what I thought he'd be um, to like Will Harrison to, uh, to, to Mark no, honestly, to Wazi to uh, I'll just call him Mark normally uh, my friends uh, like they were looking at everyone um, can, I,
0: can, I, can I put something to you? Yeah. A left field suggestion uh, Big, fa- He's a big fan of the show but I'm not saying this because he is a big fan of the show but what about Tame?
1: I think I mean, I don't think he I think he could do it. I, I don't think I, I honestly don't think that he's had a rep back there.
0: But just look at look at him looking at him when he came on the field. I'm like, that's the first time I've really ever paid attention. And I said, like, fuck, he's got got something about him.
1: Yeah, look, it's it's interesting. I I it complete. it's completely biased from from me, but uh had I think Tain's tried well last two last two trials.
0: Mm. Uh yeah, I, I thought
1: so, so too. Like, and you said to me, you mentioned me on the weekend. Well, like, fuck, he's, he, he's doing some things here. Um, he sped the, he the game up, I
0: think. Yeah,
1: he's, look, he's very attacking. He's very front foot. I think it looks like, I don't know what's happened to Will Harrison, whether he's injured, whether because I, from what I heard, they were sort of, they were pushing him back to 15. Um, it looks like it'll be Nobby. And the funny thing is, Nobby is sort of the utility man now, but he, tro- he tried well at 15 against... The low level um, talent, no, dis, no, low level, lower level teams, um, and then he sort of he tried well in the weekend. So, I, I'm picking him ahead of, I'm picking him ahead of Ram. I'm picking him ahead of Mark. I'm picking I'm picking him at 15, but he's not a pure out and out 15. So I wonder if that'll show sort of five six rounds deep.
0: I reckon I'm just going to go crazy here. I reckon Ryan Smith should play fullback. Um, <laughs> you know, big, destructive guy at the back. No, one, You're going to have to run around him. You're not going to run through him.
1: Yeah. No, he could be good. He'll be good defensively. He gets He's laterally very good. We know that. Good chat as well. Yeah, good guy. Um, Great fella. I'm actually moving, and the tyres will be happy to hear this, but I'm moving the tyres up in, uh, in my power rankings. Um, I agree. Based on the based on my weekend, based on a couple of things, but I'm moving the I'm moving the rebels down. Unfortunately, with every action comes a reaction. So I'm moving the tires up. They're going to trouble some teams. Um, I agree. I, I think- completely
0: agree. After watching them on the, the first half on the weekend, if they manage to have a good run with injuries, I reckon that they'll go in the Australian side of things, third or fourth. Yeah. I don't think they beat the Brumbies or the Reds with full strength teams, but I reckon they'll go a full strength team will, will be very competitive.
1: Yeah, I think they'll be I think they'll be very, very competitive out of pure toughness. Um I don't also just while we're here, I don't think Jamie Roberts plays. If he does, I don't think he plays for long.
0: Is that just he, he had, the ball? What do you uh, think? Oh bro, he had, had yeah, did you watch him on the field? Yeah, it won carry and then went off with a concussion.
1: Uh, look, he looked he 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 looked a little bit he looked a little bit old. He looked so smart and because I watched him what he did, where he went, the things he did were crazy. Like he, he was very good. He always he was splitting, he was moving into, he was chatting. But like you've you've got Lalakai sort of coming into his own at this age, like fuck Lalakai's been on a bloody adventure and per and Parisi, like what I don't think there's room for him.
0: Mm.
1: I don't he's know good man.
0: Good when he comes on late. I think you got to have him in the team. Maybe he's an impact player off the bench to spark, um, spark the game up at the back end, and maybe you know attack some of the tired defenders that you'll get towards the back end of the game. Um, this, yeah. is going to, this is gonna, this is gonna be a crazy podcast. i wrote got 10% battery on my iPad left.
1: Oh fuck. Okay. Well,
0: um, um, hold on. Let's keep talking. I'll, what I'll do. you know, we're rough and ready kind of show anyway. Is I'll, I'll. Try and find a suitable location so I can plug my my thing in at the same time.
1: Well, I'm happy to go on a I'm happy to go on a diet. I mean, a monologue, chubby. If you just want to mute yourself,
0: Mate, I I wouldn't actually mind that. Listening, um, to, listening to you ranting.
1: Yeah, well, uh, yeah. So I'm changing the I'm changing my power rankings. I still think most likely, based not on trial form at all. Um, I still think the Reds are going to come out as probably the best team in the comp. I think the Brumbies would be second. Um, I think the Force are going to be a pain in the ass around three. You
0: watched think... their, watch their trial game versus the Reds? I haven't actually watched that one yet.
1: Yes, they were very good. And okay. your friend, uh, Bailey Koonser, was fucking phenomenal. He's a beast, um, young BK. But he played completely <laughs> different to anything I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, he's a, he's a 12. Oh, sorry, he's... He's playing 12 for them apparently and it, um, I think that probably suits him a bit more than playing
1: mate he was uh, he was like he was catching the ball at fullback and running it back like it was the first hit up of a state of origin it was incredible um, can you hear me yeah go um yeah he was incredible uh region pasatoa uh, I think I said this last week, but he's looking trim. He's looking fucking. He looked very good at at, um, at ten. They they're gonna be they're gonna be good. Um, so I think they sit around sit around three and four. And I think for me at the moment, um, until the rebels get some guys back, uh, with sort of what they've got starting, I think they sit at five. Unfortunately,
0: I would um, like to see their full strength team before we make those outrageous accusations. But, um, yeah. Well, that's, ins- why they,
1: that's why they're called power rankings, mate. They can change. They change week to week. People get more powerful, less powerful. But at the moment, um, based on what I've heard, it's coming out of Melbourne. They're not very powerful.
0: Can I can I tell you uh, my favourite team to watch in world rugby at the moment? Mm. It's France. I fucking love watching France play rugby.
1: Yes, they're very good. I actually they, really like watching Ireland play.
0: Oh, that was a did you enjoy that game? I really enjoyed that game. I thought they yeah. were two two of the best teams going at it. It's incredibly competitive. I liked France, France tend to either have in the past have had like good forwards or good backs. Now they seem to have it and sorry, all good attack, all good defense. It wasn't necessarily everything. I, I feel like they've got a relatively complete game at the moment.
1: Yeah, they make they're very, 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 very good. Um, no doubt comes nowhere near a world cup cycle, which is just classic for France and every other team in the world. But they're a very good team to watch to get like a blueprint for certain things in your game. So, like a blueprint for your forward running, a blueprint for your like, you know, dumb plays or whatever. They're 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 a good team to watch. The Six yeah. Nations, the Six Nations look uh, for me, it's always been a dry rugby, but as I've got older, I like it. Um, for the yo,
0: I was just going to make a, an outrageous statement that I was going to actually um, post on the weekend, and then I got distracted. But I, I, actually think the Six Nations is the best rugby tournament tournament in the world.
1: Yeah, well, I was going to say, as I've got older, it's become more like the what I like to watch. So I've I've drifted away from the minor ten cup, where you sort of have sixty missed tackles a game. To I think Six Nations is probably like the purest form of rugby. So like, and that doesn't mean people like watching it necessarily, but I think it's the, there's like, there's not many missed tackles. Everything's played at the highest possible level. There's a lot of pressure on the games as well. I like the fact there's a lot of pressure on the games. Uh, So yes,
0: I agree. I agree with you. um, Can I ask, were you just sampling the banana vape uh, that we were going to put out soon?
1: For the 14th consecutive week, I definitely wasn't vaping and I um we don't have banana vape coming out. Um but I have too many things. If if you're if you no. I meant if to it, win,
0: but I did that instead. I don't know why. So
1: there's game, there's games coming up this weekend. We should probably give, I'm gonna check, we should probably give who you think is gonna win. Yep,
0: let's go.
1: I'm just gonna pull them up Better right now. you oh, by the way
0: Tarzan playing, playing Drew on Friday, I reckon Tars will win that game. Uh maybe maybe, maybe we should start gambling again. i might put some money on. Are we allowed to gamble on rugby? I don't have the game. You've been gambling on no, you
1: can't gamble. You can't gamble. I don't gamble on the shoe (laughs) shield before you fucking say it. I do not do that. I don't do that. Um have you got the have you got the schedule in front of
0: you? My phone's nowhere near me.
1: All right, sweet. Well, I'm gonna go into I'm gonna go onto something completely different then. Um wait. Very very quickly, did you watch the UFC?
0: I watched um, I watched Derek's fight the next day, and I haven't watched Rob's yet. Derek, uh, Derek versus Ty. Fuck, I love Ty too, Bassa man.
1: Yeah, Ty's. <laughs> Ty's um, I had money on Ty for the knockout. Uh Is he? Yeah, he, he's uh, he's gonna be a, he's going to be a superstar.
0: That would have been paying good, wouldn't it? Uh, not as
1: much as you think, because it was a coin flip of a game, Um yeah. but. Uh, Rob, the Rob
0: fight was close, man. The internet are blowing up, blowing up. Do you reckon? Um, so I've I've watched a number of people say that they thought Rob won three, four, and five, and uh, Easy definitely won one, maybe two. Like, what was your take on it?
1: Well, they say you always got to. I don't know, this is the most cliche thing, but they literally all the commentators say it. Dana says you got to take the belt from the champion. I don't know whether it was. I I probably I reckon a draw would have been fair. Mm. Um. I think if you watch the rounds independently just I think he won 3 4 and 5. I thought he lost one clearly.
0: Um but I don't know how I don't know how easy he gets 3 4 or 5. So so I actually know Rob's boxing coach. He's um he's a shy guy. He's actually related to Sean Doyle. So he probably 6 months ago cuz cuz I do a lot of video editing stuff. He's run me and he wanted to go through, I think I can, I'm sure I can say this. Um, what they wanted to do was break down every Israel fight. I didn't do it. They ended up doing it. Every Israel fight and then have like the amount of times he threw like a jab or a low kick or a high yeah. kick or whatever. So they were actually going to break it down and go through that in like precise detail, what time in rounds he did it, what the other guy was doing, what his weaknesses are. Um, so and they, I know they've been preparing for it for a long time, so um, I'm sure Rob is prepared. I'm, I'm going to have to watch the fight. Did you pay for the Did you pay for the pay per view, or you got the illegal stream? Uh,
1: I sometimes, if the fight's not good enough, I'll get the um, my friend will get a stream. Yeah. I don't ever get it, but I, I, he just tells me what's happening through the phone. But um, this time, I I ordered it. Um, off that I look, it was closed, but I don't know. Can you go a trilogy when it's to uh not sure? They, well, they did,
0: man. Max Holloway's fighting Vulcan.
1: Well, they everyone in, on the planet, well, he's not yet, but everyone on the planet wants that to happen, which is annoying. Um, Jared, Haynes out of, of jail. Jared Haynes out of jail. I saw that. I saw that. So, now, I don't know. I don't know what if actually- we would. Were- I don't know if we were podcasting when this first happened because I I told all my friends this. I told them all this. So they all messaged me essay. That was never going to hold up. He's he's a conviction. Never.
0: Okay, so give give me the details because to me if he's so he was in jail at the time like recently.
1: Yeah, he's been in jail for 9 months. He's been so, so, he's they've, in...
0: so they've just released him. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so if you I would be very shitty if I was him. Yep. So surely there'll be some suing going on? Is, is that? Uh, yeah. There's, well, potentially
1: first they need, like, the, the state will appeal it. So it'll it'll go on again uh, to see if it's, they'll, they, they'll appeal it again, it seems yeah. like. But it was always going to happen, man. Like, I don't know if you did it or not. I'm just looking at it from the sort the of more, the, the, more roughly the way the legal system works. It was a really, 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 really flimsy case, really flimsy. And you had all this media and then you had a jury of his peers, which, you know, it was going to be very hard for them to say not guilty. Um, Then the judge gave some really dodgy advice in terms of like what could hold up, what couldn't. Um, And he got convicted, but I, yeah, I told all my, all the boys, about you know, I said I don't know if he's done it. It's certainly not good. Whatever's gone on, or it's not. It hasn't panned out well. But he's get he he cannot be guilty. He can't be just with, with the rules of evidence. So it's as soon as he's got to like a panel of judges, it's getting thrown out. As soon, and it's got there and it gets thrown out straight away. So um,
0: he so said, it's really it's really trial by media. That's that's kind of what happened. Well
1: I mean, the jury of peers is important. It's like a basic function of our society. But it is also... Lord knows, you you get 12 fucking morons.
0: But it'd be very hard to be unbiased when all you're reading is Jared Haynes.
1: Haynes, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, unfortunately, whatever happened, he was always going to have to go to the slammer for a little bit to then get out. If they, If the state drops... Prosecution, you know, he could sue someone, but until then, he's he's going to be
0: basically out of jail waiting for a while. What a mate! What a fall from grace from for that bloke. Like he was, you know, he was at the top of the game for a bit, wasn't he? Then when it had a crack at the NFL and like, yeah, what pretty, is it? I mean, it, it's similar to the Ben Barber situation. Like,
1: oh yeah, I mean, you rugby league has I mean, honey, rugby league has a way of doing that to its to its best and brightest but he was you know the best player on the planet for a little while the whole nfl thing was you could view it as like a waste of time or pretty crazy depending on how you wanted to view it i think do you think
0: it's do you think it's the guys like do you think it's something within them that they're just struggling to deal with the success or is it to do with people trying to tear them down and then they just struggle
1: I don't think I'm not I'm not gonna paint him like I'm not gonna paint him as like this independent angel who people are just attacking him. I think he's probably done some crazy shit, put yeah. himself in danger, but and probably done some things that aren't great. But if you like once you get into that realm, if you're doing silly things or you're doing half silly things, you're at you're at risk. Yeah. You are at risk. And all young players everywhere need to be very careful of every Pretty much everything they do, like I, I'd be very surprised. I don't know why NFL teams don't have a full time minder for people when they're drinking. I think they should. I think some athletes do. To be fair, I think some athletes might. I think some teams should have guys allocated to just go out, hang around, and make sure they don't do dumb stuff. Um, But he's yeah, he's free man. So uh, you the the media didn't like they picked it up, but there wasn't a massive thing. It was just
0: like oh, he's free. Um, so Matt let's go back to Tai to Ivasa. okay so I, I, so I, I just want to like something I really like is when people are just unapologetically themselves and I do you did you listen to the post fight press conference yeah and they, they go do you want to do you really want to be the guy that just you know knocks people out and then drinks beer from a shoe and he's like uh yeah, I don't have any problem doing that. I'm still knocking out the best guys in the world, yeah. and he's going to be. And, and you know what I love about him? As soon as he does anything, he's got a product. So he's doing his little Shoei uh, Vasa thing, which is yeah. cool. He's got he's the got beer. A bee. com- he's got the beer company. Yeah, you know, in Tyson paid, uh Tyson Pedro, I think it is. Yeah. Have a, a podcast. You're very good, good. You're very good with
1: names. You're very good with names. That's I'm, one thing I'm noticing.
0: Right I'm terrible with some details, but. <laughs> it, he's the, the way he's and, and I, I think that's just him and, and he's gonna be very, very successful as a fighter once he finishes like even as a fighter, but once he finishes, he's gonna have all these businesses, he's gonna make a ton of money doing this because like he's a big he's a big dude from Western Sydney that drinks piss and likes beating shit out of people. Yeah. I and, look, I, I was I was I
1: was worried about him for a while when he had that. Yeah, a losing streak, huh? Yeah, he had a three-fight win streak, then a three-fight losing skid, which is, in the UFC, like, effectively, if you, unless you're a heavyweight, that's the thing. If you're a heavyweight, you can sort different. of... Yeah, you can hold on. But if you lose more than three fights in a row, you you sort of get cut. Um, yeah. So he had to win that next one. And then it's funny, because, like, if you win then three, you're effectively at a title shot. It's just the way the, the heavyweight division is. So he's definitely unapologetically um Himself Americans eat it up they love Australians in general but they eat up his shit. it's just insane
0: um, I, I wonder if he's I wonder if he's done it on purpose or he, if he's just just like you know what I'm just gonna be myself and like look at all the good stuff that's happening to him I, I it will be hilarious if he becomes the heavyweight champion of the world well
1: it's not impossible look I Put it this way: I don't, I, Every time he fights, I, he's a coin flip for me of getting knocked out. Depending on who he plays, on who he fights, um, but at that weight, he's effectively a coin flip. So I don't think he's going to last up there forever. But if you become, it, I mean, there's a chance you will become heavyweight champion. Old mate's gone. Francis is gone. Someone's got someone's got to be in it. Has he gone? Has he? Well, he doesn't have a deal. Oh, sure that I'll- he's the well- first –
0: He's the first oh,
1: yeah. fighter ever to to win to be the heavyweight to fight for a heavyweight championship or to retain it without a deal to sustain him over.
0: Uh, they'll sort that out. They'll have to.
1: Well, he's it's a big thing. I was reading about it. The management, different management firms, but he's he wants the big money stuff. He wants to fight like fucking
0: Tyson Fury
1: for like a hundred million. Well,
0: they all say that, but the UFC will sort it out. Surely, yeah. He's the most- he would be the most one of the most marketable fighters on planet Earth.
1: I mean, you know? he would get the living fuck beaten out of him by Tyson Fury. Uh he just would. I don't like you can be as big a UFC fan as you want, but it wouldn't even if, be if a, they
0: were gonna give a hundred million bucks to fight Tyson Fury, I'd do it.
1: Yeah, I'd fight Tyson Fury for a hundred million bucks. I'd spend a lot of the time on the canvas and around his belt
0: buckle. Hundred grand. Hundred grand or like 50 grand. 100 How bucks? <laughs> How long? hundred bucks. Um, if, if someone get his 20 grand to fight Tyson fury. How many rounds? Just see how you go. Like as if you're gonna get out of the first round.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I would do it for 20, 20 grand. Yeah. You're, cheap. you're fucking cheap, aren't you? I'd do it for 20 grand. Also, like I'm I'm just thinking, oh, I could trade off that fight. <laughs>
0: Man, imagine if you did well. Imagine if you knocked him out. (laughs) (laughs) Just imagine. Accidentally, though. Like, I'm falling falling down. You have to punch up.
1: up. I accidentally, like, headbutt him on the way through.
0: He's out. I've got five belts. Um, Or you knock knock each other down at the same time, and you're the only one that gets up. You're the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. That would be good, man. But then oh, it would be good for the podcast. Can, can we make be that good up? for the
1: podcast? I get beaten up next time, man. Um, <laughs> did you have you watched? I, oh, oh, this is a big thing for me, Chubby, so would be very, very careful. <laughs> have you watched any Winter Olympics?
0: Uh, I watched a little bit of the bobsled, but not a huge amount.
1: It's fucking crazy. I'm gonna come at this from two fronts. How do you think it's looking in China at the moment? How do you think the uh.
0: I saw a few photos. There's not a lot of snow around, is there?
1: No, but like have you seen there's some some of the athletes have been complaining about conditions as well.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw that. And then and then being asked to remove it by Chinese officials. Um mate, tell you tell you an interesting story that probably goes to show the extent of what goes on. Is do you remember a while ago there was some democratic protests in Hong Kong?
1: Yes, yes, sir, I do.
0: You do. One of my brother's friends is uh, he's from Israel. He's a black belt in Judo. And and it was getting a bit full on. And um, he advertised to give free uh, training to any of the locals that wanted training. Um, the Chinese government found out and, and went after him. He, he he heard through the grapevine that they were coming to get him. And he, he managed to just escape the country in time. Man, I... So, I know you're a big supporter of China, no, but no, 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 no. This is one thing we
1: cannot joke about. The fact we are—I think it's disgraceful. That's true. Story. I, I don't, mean I don't doubt that for a second. I think the fact we're in China for an Olympics is fucking insane. We should not be in China. We, can, we can, like China are currently rounding up and exterminating portions of their population. And we are there for an Olympic game like is that real yeah the the Muslim population it's oh. like a fact it's just not disputed by anyone it's just they're rounding up and or sterilizing and sterilizing them so like we're in that country for an Olympics like we cannot China are very 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 bad and like look at the Australian open man people were like you know that tennis star who's gone thanks, missing Pen Squay yeah. The, the guy raised all that money and the Australian Open said, no, you can't wear those shirts here because we're sponsored by China. Like, Did you see The Rock, The like Rock, John Cena, everyone, there, they have to apologize to China constantly Mate, if they offend what? them.
0: I, I'm with you. I'm sorry to, to bring this. The, I'm sorry to bring the tone of this conversation down a notch. What's your take on The Rock at the moment?
1: The Rock is going to run for president.
0: I just, I look at people um, like that and go, when do you have enough,
1: Dwayne? Yeah, I'm sick. When- well, I mean, I like him, but I'm sick of him as well.
0: I like him, but he just does everything. Everything.
1: Well, I think, honestly, I think he's trying to build, he he, he never does anything wrong, right? So he came out to support a Rogan and then he backtracked. Um, yeah. he, he spreads around, he he does all these things. It's all, it's all positive, all go all the time. I think he's going to, honestly, I think he will run for as a democratic president. In, like, in the next decade, like as in a decade after this. I think. He well, will.
0: that just makes me dislike him.
1: Well, I, I mean, that's just <laughs> me guessing that, but a lot of people
0: guess that as well. I think he will run for president eventually. Um, my, uh, my grandfather had a great saying, and I'm sure I've said it on the show many times, is that no. <laughs> anyone who wants to be a politician should automatically be banned from it. I mean, the guy's going to be a billionaire. Like, just yeah. enjoy, enjoy your life, Dwayne.
1: Yeah, look, he's, he's very busy, and I, I, he never texts back. Never text back. So I've DM'd him a couple of
0: times to try and get him on the podcast. Nothing. Nothing.
1: Um, just to wrap up the Winter Olympics. The only problem I have with the Winter Olympics, right? They're all rich people's sport. If you're looking at... And I had this problem with the Summer Olympics. If you're looking at... Firstly, the Winter Olympics, it's applicable to what? Like 30% of the globe? Maybe? 40? What are we talking to you? Like Like if, if you're Australian... You're effectively got to either be born on the side of a mountain, which is very low chance, or be rich as hell to be a skier, any any sort of that thing. Um,
0: You're right. It, it'd be hard to be like a mogul skier coming from the favelas of North Wright, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean North Ride Yeah, the favelas are everywhere. I mean, if you—that's why I like the raw summer Olympic sports like running, boxing, yeah. weightlifting, fencing. Like no. <laughs> like things things where like the poorest or the rich or the richest or the fattest or the water whatever can just walk outside and train and they're they're now in that sport now if you need a hundred grand before you can participate i don't see i don't see it as a great olympic sport i don't really view the olympic the winter olympics as an olympics in general um because so much of the world doesn't compete but we barely, we've barely seen anything from it. I mean, you see the odd story, but it's really not been reported. I mean, I don't think, I think America said they're not reporting it or something as well. So it's
0: China, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been a few countries like that, haven't there? Well, there's a reason, Chubby. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this really is
0: why I talk here, because I live in my own little world, so. I'm really bad,
1: bro. They, like, you need to look that up. They're very, very bad. Um,
0: good at making cheap iPhones, though, I think. You know so, thanks for that, Apple. Yeah,
1: they actually don't have copyright Nikes. laws,
0: they don't have good. copyright laws in China. That's why cheap Nikes, you know, yeah,
1: very cheap.
0: The positive dumplings, dumplings, good.
1: Oh, this is one I want to talk to you about. Um, because it was it's right on brand for us and a perfect for an edition where there's no there's no um, censoring. Yeah. Did you see uh, the swimmer from Texas who is ranked 462 in the world as a male? Uh, identifying as a female now
0: ranked number one in the world mate, I have enough women that dislike me Uh, I probably it's got nothing to do with that yeah you know well I mean what do you say about that (laughs) 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 like What do, you, what do you say about that mate I, I heard a crazy story about this company in silicon valley that hired some guy and then he um he's like well, where's the bathroom and and they're like oh the bathroom's over there and he goes i identify as a cat so i need i need a litter box because that's where i go to the bathroom so the company had to go and get a litter shit. Who story apparently i don't believe that story <laughs> Well, it's a little bit crazy for me to just make up on the spot, but that is obscure. If that was <laughs>
1: straight from your brain, um, surely he's yeah. doing that for for an attention grab.
0: Well, I mean, isn't
1: it all an attention grab, Jed? I don't know, but like it, it made me think, like, where could I get in the women's 15 game if I just I change now? May you'd be,
0: you'd be, uh, yeah, good, good at 10, 12, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But They're like, it's pretty hard, though, to be fair. So I don't know if you'd want to do that. Bro.
1: No, I don't what? want to do that. I no, think they what? don't quote me though. I think they actually removed the. Uh, I can't remember if it was NCAA or the Olympics or something. They removed all the testosterone like m- limits as well. No. Yeah.
0: So that'll just
1: encourage cheating. It'll encourage cheating. It also encourage bald men from West Ride to start fucking competing in the olympics for the other gender
0: you know i was having this thought the other day is that instead of like trying to dump down society so that you don't offend everyone and that so that they feel like they fit in how can we like create human beings to go hey i don't really care what that guy says so i'm not going to worry about it and let it upset me like i
1: i think it's a product of the time and if you look at our parents a little bit, but our definitely our grandparents and our great great grandparents. You got wars, you got wars, yeah. you got shit going on. At the moment, nothing's going on, so words hurt everyone. Um, well, it's we- almost
0: like it's almost like some. I, I I was reading somewhere the other day that there is actually a war going on, and it's with this kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, well, there's 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 a lot there's fucking hate going on. Um, mm-hmm. but as soon as you like put it in context, like there's people complaining about uh the fact that certain words might make them feel bad and sad. And we shouldn't listen to certain podcasts. There's millions of people being fucking eliminated from certain countries. That's where the, you know, that's where the
0: focus should be. It's um, maybe we should try and get some attention and, you know, just try and cancel someone. I want to cancel
1: Waleed Ali from the project. I can't stand him. I want to cancel him.
0: How do these people get jobs, Jeff? I don't know, man. It's like like, a lot of that that kind of media in Australia. It's just boring.
1: I haven't watched free-to-air television in so long, but occasionally when I'm in a roadside motel fifty-two and I switch on Channel Ten, and I see fucking Waleed Ali, and I think, holy dooly, I don't want to. I don't know where the like what country I'm in at the moment, but. I don't want to be here one easy.
0: Yeah. It's
1: it's mind-boggling. Um
0: maybe maybe we should sell um loose heads little boxes. Maybe we should or sell
1: you... loose heads cancel Waleed shirts cuz I know they sell like a they'd... that's
0: that is not a bad idea. Mate, we got to get uh we got to get this t-shirt business happening. Let's not talk about it now until we've actually got it happening. Um can you can you explain the Manu Samoa situation? Thank yeah, th-
1: this was re- this was this was crazy. So um to anyone who didn't see it, we might repost it. Did you repost it? No. We might repost it. It, it was um so Samoa have a long history. I'm sure that this isn't offensive, but they ha- they have a long history of corruption in terms of their governing bodies, um rugby-wise, and effectively their sevens team wrote an open letter to I think it was the HSBC World Sevens like tournament directors basically saying, Help us, we're being not held captive, but we're being abused by the management and coaches. Um, so they said, uh, in a nutshell, you know, we, we did, none of us had COVID when we got to uh, Dubai. I think um, they basically made us go into all these populated places, knowing we'd like almost certainly get COVID. Once they got COVID, they had to train while they had COVID um, and coaches knew they had COVID. Uh, when they were in their rooms isolating or some sort of isolating, they'd order food. The coaches would intercept the food and eat it. Um, if anyone had an issue, the co- the, the Brian Lima, who's a legend of Samoan rugby, uh, apparently said he'd fight them. Um, and that effectively the, they're just being held I say hostage, but I mean, they're all young, young, young players. um And they felt strong enough to need to write and speak out against the, like a legend and their and their country in a way. So it, was, it must be very, very serious. But, you know, you certainly shouldn't be training when you have COVID and, and a number of these things. I mean, it forced them to pull out of the tournament. So yeah.
0: it wasn't good. It was scary yeah. to read. I mean, where, there's, where there's smoke this smoke, there's fire, isn't it? So- yeah, you or know, generally speaking, but now a lot, a lot of the Samoan guys sacrifice a lot to represent their country. Um, I was actually, I was actually a liaison officer at the Hong Kong Sevens in 2015, I think it was, and um, talking to some of their guys, a lot of them are, are actually from Samoa. They got jobs that, that they've had to give up to go and represent Samoa on the world stage. So it's a big honour for them to go and represent their families and and their country, and for many of for many of them. Well, I'm not sure about the current squad and how it's changed, but for a lot of the guys, their, their plan is to get a professional contract. So they're they're giving up a lot to go and chase that dream. Um, training with COVID's very bad. I've I've seen some guys who had trained too early and it was very close to going to hospital and needing a defibrillator type situation. Um, yeah
1: something to help them breathe or something to shock them with electricity. No, no like
0: like having heart attacks really yeah because they're skyrocketed their heart attack very minor uh very minor running would spike their heart rate to an obscene level and they would take ages to get their heart rate back down
1: yeah it's i mean it, it was it's really really bad look samoa have had a history of this like if you look back I think it was only the last World Cup where they were having major disagreements about where money was being allocated, where the match payments were going, where where's all this. Um, They've got big problems. And, that, and the Sevens is one of their last vestiges where they can sort of compete regularly and guys who are genuinely from Samoa can compete and compete well for almost nothing, though. Like you said, almost nothing. Uh, so that was fucking awful to see. Awful.
0: Yeah, man. Um, you know, Brian Lima was one of my favorite players growing up, like the chiropractor. It's a fucking well, maybe I,
1: that, Maybe that's why he's – I mean, he's, he's brought over that aggression and whatnot into coaching, but yeah.
0: – I, I know you're a listener of the show, so if you want to come on and have a writer response, you're more than welcome to.
1: Yeah, man. I, look, I, I saw a few of the Samoan guys, I'm sure, who you, like, reposted, who I know have been involved in Samoan Sevens as well. So it sort of validated it in a way. Uh, maybe they'd experience something a little bit similar, or at least the disorganisation. But it was, it wasn't good to hear, man. No, I didn't. It was. Bad. Well, imagine, I, imagine
0: if that happened here. You'd they'd be held to pay. So I hope that they sort that out and the boys get looked after and girls. Five percent battery. The boys and girls get looked after.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. Soften. Just, um, just quickly, how's training uh, looking for? So about a month out from trials. Uh, yeah, man. How's it looking?
0: It's, yeah, it's been – boys have been working hard. I, you know, I, I at the start of the year, I was like, oh, I need to have some excuse to exercise. So should I play third grade or fourth grade and just, just you know, just been train my hand in the ring and then watching the way they train, I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm, I'm doing that. Um, a lot of running. I, I like the way we're training. The boys are coming together well. They're a good group. Um, can't say enough good things about the blokes.
1: Yeah, so... Well, you say you say, plenty, you, you say plenty of negative things behind closed doors about the guys, but individuals.
0: No, oh, to be fair, <laughs> I'd probably say it to their face. Like I, was, <laughs> I was having a long chat to former Southern District's lower grader, James Whalen. Today. Oh, here we
1: go. Here we go again. <laughs> the regular segment of the fucking program.
0: <laughs> Whaleo's whispers. Uh, no, he wants to come on the podcast. I was like, I'm sure Jed wants you to take him seriously, Whale. Like, I know... No matter what I do now, Walo won't take me seriously. So, you know, shout out to the great man. I, I heard he left the hell hole. Um, that was our mutual former workplace this week. So I hope he's uh I hope he's killing it. Yep. Shout he out to Walo.
1: I will see him in training and uh he has a lot of football to prepare for, so he won't be coming on to Lucette's <laughs> podcast. But um <laughs> no, things are things are upping at each a little bit as well. I mean, neither of us are gonna come on here and say what's going poorly. Uh I'd say it's going. It's probably slightly, slightly better than I anticipated. The um, obviously contact picking up. I know we run our programs run differently, but programs picking, uh, contacts picking up a bit. Yeah. Um, So there are, you know, people are getting used to that again. It's been a while since they have actually played football. Um, So do you build it? Do you
0: build it up for your guys? Like, so you don't just throw them in the deep end day one. You got to build it up.
1: Yeah, it's been a it's been a process. The S and C sort of uh, monitors it with, with you know Ben sort of decides the time periods and different things, veracity of the contact. So, it's so been building.
0: That, what do they base that on?
1: Um, I don't know. I have to talk. I'd have to ask Rob s and see. Like he, I, he's a smart dude. I got no idea. Um, uh, I mean, I would base it on logic, but
0: you got to base it on what happens in the game. Surely.
1: In terms of which, bit? well,
0: like with the scrums, like I have to work out roughly how many scrums we're going to have in a game, how many resets, oh, time attention, yeah, yeah. how many mores you're going to have in a game. So, I, so when when I'm doing the, the unit sessions, you have to take all that into account. Then you go worst case scenario. So we had ten resets in one game. So I, yeah. I had to. Sometimes you might have to throw that in to see what the boys are made of. So yeah. it's got to. Work
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't disagree. I mean, I can sort of palm that. It's nice to be able to palm that off to uh, other people for uh, for like in terms of general training. I suppose unit stuff comes to me, but um, that he will certainly be like, mate. We need more. We need more. Like we need more contact, like for this week, or we need like, or as in, we didn't hit enough Tuesday, or the guys didn't hit enough reps. Does Um, he monitor?
0: Do you monitor it? Like you got GPSs and all that kind of shit? Nope,
1: we don't have GPSs at least.
0: you video it and, um, or just quietly, just quietly as part of the participation agreement, every club has to have a sports science thing. So better start spending some of your money, Hawkeye. You, uh, it's a requirement. You have to, you have to have it. So there you go. Just putting that out there for you. But, we um, have, you... sorry, <coughs> we do. have, we have five. Yeah. We are, we got like 50 men. So everyone well, I, think gets one. For, I think it's for next year. You got to have it, but, um, it is a requirement, but, but how, how do they monitor it? Do the guys watch and just go, Hey, is it a field thing? Or do they put any science behind it?
1: Um, I mean, there's, it's, there's wellness reporting, indiv- individual reporting after but the, they do the like
0: session. A check-in thing and guys yeah, yeah. Saying, check-in oh,
1: thing. I mean, that it's, it is watched like quite closely, but it's, I mean, it's very hard to tell if someone's hurting, you know? Yeah. And yeah. as long as they're like, they're, as long as they're quite transparent. So, you know if they if they generally we don't do much and they return at one out of ten yeah. well that that's good you know but yeah. so you know it's a, sort of a trust system there i suppose but um it it doesn't matter as much like even if they are sort of at six or seven this week like there's a there's a degree where they do have to we can't just you can't just stop because games yeah. don't stop um, so.
0: and then you got to get through a certain amount of install and conditioning work because you know you know, the season starts in like less than 50 days. So that's not a lot of time to get quite a lot of work in. Um, and, yeah. and then but like the weird thing, the unique thing about the shoot shield is you got guys who have been on the tools all day. you got guys that have been studying and will have the mental fatigue. So that all plays a part in how people feel. And then they've got to come to training, work their ass off for two hours, somehow prepare for the next day. And it's, look, it's, it's uh, i got a lot of admiration for the guys. Um, as I'm sure you do as well, even though you don't say that privately. Um, <laughs> no, but but seriously, we did it We did it for years. We, we both know how tough it is.
1: I don't... Uh, yeah, like I said last week, I don't know how I did it.
0: No, me neither. I did it for 15, 14 years.
1: Yeah, I know. It's, you're, you're fucking unbelievable. Um, no, it's just stupidity, really. Stupidity. I think it's literally youthful ignorance to
0: reality. <laughs> like, you just like... Like, I don't know how people do it now. No, mate, I'm with you. I, I look at it now, even with coaching, like, I put way more time into coaching than I ever did playing. And then after a session, you probably have the same thing where you just think of things through. And I'll rarely get to sleep before midnight after a session. And then a lot of guys have to get up and go to work at 5 a.m. the next day. So it's, it's very impressive what guys are doing. And, um, you know, I'm sure every club's the same and, and – I couldn't have enough admiration for the blokes.
1: Yeah. The, um, Probably
0: not, not the way of this world, but...
1: Well, I have had most well and... Uh, no, I
0: do too. I'm, I love way. I just give them a hard time.
1: I know you do. Um, yeah. No, look, I, I don't... I, I think it's... I think it's incredible guys who, who work and which is, you know, 80, 85% of guys work um, and then come straight from work to training and are asked to be extremely switched on, extremely remember every detail... Um, and have intensity as well about it. So, and not only that, and to then repeat that for 30 weeks. So, um, yeah. Yeah, It's
0: it's remarkable, mate. I think the the back end of this year, there's going to be a lot of people with mental, physical and uh, fatigue and injuries. And it'll be, you know, whoever can hold on the longest is probably going to be the team that comes away with it. Look, man, that's
1: that's a huge consideration um, for us. In terms of, I know because uh, is, is the length of this new season. Now, me and you, we played in some really fucking long seasons. Mm. Uh, early in my career, you you played a couple already, but like back in the day, your season used to be like your full year. Like, were we playing 22 rounds? What were we playing back then?
0: Yeah, uh, it, it was you play everyone home and away, yeah. plus the trials, plus finals. I remember the first year of the NRC, I ended up playing 44. Four games,
1: yeah, so that was 24, 2014. Yeah, um, I played the same. Um, well, I went,
0: was, to, so, you went to I Hong did, Kong, yeah, I went to Hong Kong up well, so it was like 42 games or 44 games in a 52 week period, and uh, I, I reckon that shortened shortened uh, the quality of the rest of my career. But your lifespan, <laughs> what uh, that, that's yeah, that's probably the least of my worries. I know Hong break. Kong,
1: Hong Kong shortened your lifespan, um. Oh. Definitely. Yeah, no, those first few seasons seem now, in hindsight, like they just went forever. Like you'd lose a game or two and then you'd be like, oh, that's all right.
0: Hey, but... um, I got to go, bro. So let's <laughs> can we wrap this up? And um, thanks to everyone for listening. I'll put this out today and yep. um, we'll talk soon, brother. Wait, Peace. Peace. See you, buddy. Bye.